You are now entering the student media network. So beefy. Wow. Do you know that this is our 40th episode? Is it wrong to have a chubby right now? It's it. It's wrong for you to tell me that you have a chubby. <laughs> okay, right well, the table's not moving by Welcome itself. Welcome to the Stewed Media Podcast. This was a special oh. event. This was the dream. This was our go-getter. This was the... Big hitter. Showstopper. I, I don't even know how to explain it. doesn't it. get better. Hell, he could, ex- he could explain it better, and he's sitting here. Um, <laughs> he doesn't have to, though. Yeah. We, uh, he said everything, and, and so much... Uh, just Owners We learned so much stuff today about... Fancy Ray. I'm on another level right now. I mean, spiritually, comically, it's happily ever after. My, my, my. my, my that's all I can say. <laughs> I've never been so turned on by the most sexiest man, the best looking man. The best pitch man in the galaxy. That's yeah. that's how you put it. He he came in. He, oh, God dang. I, I don't, I'm so I'm still like geeked up. I'm so amped up that he was able to show up today. I don't get starstruck much. We were able to talk to him. This one was was one we've been wanting for years. And Fancy Ray sat with us and we talked about his life story, his beliefs, his his legend, his his just his focus and where he's trying to go into the future. Mm. And and I mean, there's nothing more more we really can say. He said what he said. And I think you need to listen to it right now. I think I there's not even no excuse. What number is this? 40? This is 40. This is 40. number this 40. Is, this, this is a is big one. The pinnacle of the pinnacle. This was it. So please, right now, stop listening to us. Go listen. Fancy Ray on the Stude Media Mama, Podcast. Mama, mama, mama. You could have top billing show. tonight. It is. It's a, it's a, I think it might be a female lesbian. Usually costume. Skinner talks about himself all the time. That's that's absolute bullshit. It's we a, love the rumbling. And so Nicolette, Nicolette takes care of you too? No, but we, we, we pay for it. But we, we like to uh, they let, they let us use patronize. Space. We like to help, you know. The, yeah. You know Sam. You know Sam. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Travis. I don't know if I'm. Uh, we probably met Travis. Yeah, okay. I think, uh, you know him? We shot. So you bring that up close. Check it out. Check you, it out. I saw. Change your audio here if you need to. So no, you change it. I, I, can't, I, can't. I can't hear what you can hear. So oh, really? That's yours. Oh, this is for, okay. That's you. That's just Turn you. Turn it down. That's it. There we yep. go. There it is. Oh, I saw your store across the street, by the way, Adonis. <laughs> As a big star, I was like, yeah, he's home, man. I'm excited. This is this is the biggest star we've had oh on the show. Oh, my God. This is, I, I've been dreaming about this day, Skinny. Really? Oh, you Skinny from now. Call me Skinny. <laughs> he's really fat, but I'm going to call him skinny because he's opposite. <laughs> Shit. No, um, no, seriously, from the day one, a year and a half ago, when we yeah. started this gig, man, we said we got we, someday. We put out a list of, of our, of our and who was on must-have top. local yep. guests. And we well, had Don Shelby, yeah, yeah. we had Mick Karch, but at the very, very top yep. I was Fancy Ray. Mm. And you know how hard it is to get you, man, because you're so superstar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you kidding me? It took North us a year Hollywood? and a half to track you down. Are you still in North Hollywood? You go up there? Man, let me put it here. <laughs> where, people say, where is Fancy Ray? Well, I'm on top of the, Well, let me first say, uh, my name is Fancy Ray McCloney, and with all humbleness and modesty, I want you two to know that I am the best-looking man in comedy. <laughs> And it is a pleasure and an honor. You it's know, honor. it's my pleasure to be your treasure, and nothing shows up before it's time. So I arrived when I was supposed to be here, and it's a great pleasure and a great honor to be sitting with you here today on this wonderful, wonderful, joyous day. It's raining outside, but the sun is shining in my heart. And before <laughs> we go any further, I want to start with just a little something. And I want to dedicate this to all my friends and fans who are out there listening to this wonderful podcast with the Iceman and Skinny, Skinny, Skinner, Skinner. <laughs> I'll I'm take so, it. He uh, calls no, me Skinny. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, Skinner. You know, see, sometimes I get you know this early in the morning. All you white guys look alike <laughs> to me. So, but I ain't white. I ain't white. You know, in fact, I just discovered something about uh, myself that you know yeah. my birth sign is Pisces. Okay. The two fish. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, is that what that is? And actually, I discovered I didn't know this. Like above my waist, I'm a rainbow trout. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> and below the waist, I'm a swordfish. 
The two fish. <laughs> the two fish, baby. Two fish. I, I like that. That's the best looking man. I am also a Pisces, but mm. I'm more like a like a walleye on top and a uh, goldfish on the bottom. I'm just straight up virgin, <laughs> man. I'm a Virgo virgin. <laughs> you know what I can see you doing? Mm, what you're a you pitch man, obviously. No, you're a great comedian. No, Greatest no, pitch no, man. No. I'm not just a pitch man. That's just like, no, that's yeah, like, calling, a, that's like calling Obama. Well, you're a politician. No, he's not a politician. <laughs> he's the president of the United States of America. See, we're getting schooled here today. Uh, I like go, this. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, you right. wouldn't call Hubert Humphrey. Well, you're just a politician. You know, right. no, no. I get you. Know, okay. you know I don't say, know this. Michael Jordan is just, you know, you're a basketball player. No, he's Michael Jordan. Ben Ture is is the world's greatest pitch man. If you got something to sell, I can sell it. There's a power in the force. See, I have a thing called a call to action. Folks see me and they reach in their pockets and start pulling out the money for the protect for the uh, like doing it right now. Yeah, yeah. Come on, there you go. There you go. (laughs) I wish I had some. Energy Our drinks. What the hell? What? Exactly. Yeah. Can you I imagine that? Like that? Are you kidding? Oh, my There's God. this new hemp one that's coming out. It's already out, <laughs> but it's so cool, and it's rising really quick. They're going to get bought up, but their, their stock is like 20 cents a share right Pete now. Peyton Manning owns stock but in it's that. Gonna, oh, Colorado. did he buy? Oh, I'm sure he did. To go along with this Papa John's out but there. But, you know, Red Bull or somebody's going to buy them up pretty soon and stuff like that. But, Woo. but man, what's your favorite thing that you uh, that you like to I, mean, I see you do everything from lickety split to... Well, well, you know what? And in fact, something that's, that's really amazing about the range of Fancy Ray mm-hmm. that uh, we did Lickety Split. And at the same time I'm doing sh- ads for Lickety Split, I was also doing shows at the library for kids. Sweet. See, that's what I like. I mean, that. that's the range of Fancy Ray. And in fact, this is a funny story. That when, when, when the Minneapolis Public Libraries contacted the head of the library, which was the Hosmer Library, and said, mm-hmm. do you realize that Fancy Ray, I was going to do a talent show with kids. Do you realize that this guy has ads on TV pitching adult products? He's selling adult. Oh, he's, no. he's he's selling adult bookstore, and uh, the uh, library director said, "Oh yeah, I'm very aware of it, and the kids know it, and they love him." <laughs> See, <laughs> I love kids. The eyes of truth. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hold on. You know, I started. Now I want to tease the folks. I have a poem I want to do to start okay. this thing out. You are a poet. Which it says, it's yours. Uh, it's all it, yours. it says, "I'm on top of the world." And it's my favorite poem, and I want to dedicate to all the folks listening. It says, and, and just if you, if you can hear me, just, just close your eyes and, and feel this. It says, I'm on top of the world, a diamond and a pearl, the beauty of a voice, ooh, with the sweetness of a girl. Mm, I'm like a rocket ship, tell it, zooming towards the sky. I'm baseball hot dogs and delicious apple pie. I am a Picasso in a museum that can't be touched. I'm little kids skipping rope in the park well, and they're doing the double dutch. I'm a man in the ocean, honey, swimming to be free. I am mango, cactus in the sycamore tree. My heart is beating in my chest. It tells me out loud, I am the best. My looks are diamonds. My jokes are pearls. I am the best looking man in comedy, and Lord have mercy, I'm on top of the world. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love That's it. one of the best poems I've heard all day. The biggest, what, one of the best poems you've heard. It, one of the best poems? <laughs> the best. You know, Come on, now. We got to Hold on. Great t- t- tonight, Skinner, when you go make love to your old lady, <laughs> she's going to say, That's one of the best sex sessions I've had tonight. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's what, what you recorded. You play one, that makes you one, play it. one of the best. One of the best. It wasn't the best. It was one of the best. My <laughs> plan is to be reciting that poem as we're doing. No, it. just oh, play, it. play back the recording. Do the podcast <laughs> while you. And if you do that, send me the video. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay that's going on the internet. We want to get listeners. That's how we do it. So you're a huge motivation to a lot of people. You love kids and God and everything you do. Nonstop energy. Where Where did you get it? And how old were you? Yeah, where does that energy come from? I mean, that's a really, really good question. Uh, it started in my childhood. You know, I was a pretty, pretty baby. In fact, <laughs> this is this. You're not. You're not gonna believe, I, I wasn't breastfed by my mother because <laughs> she refused to stand in line behind all the nurses. <laughs> Oh my God, that's great! That's huge, man. That's huge. But you know, <laughs> this this desire to entertain and has, has started. I was in second grade, and I got a ventriloquist doll. I had a, I had a, a counselor that got me this doll, and I would entertain the folks in the classroom. And Beautiful. right away, some kind of I I can't remember how this happened, but the uh, Billy Graham organization mm-hmm. got in touch with me, and I would go and perform at churches as a kid oh, with the ventriloquist doll. No wow. kidding. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. So, would you travel, or was it in just right here, right, right, locally? Right, right here in, in the definitely in the metro. In right, the metro. right, right. Did you metro. know a singer named Frankie Bush at all? 
<laughs> I've eaten the Frankie Bush before. His <laughs> dad got wrestled. No, soul. no. This is a, Frankie, I'm talking about was a woman, though. Man. Oh, okay, Frankie okay, Bush. Good, good, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Although his Bush was pretty. Anyway. Uh, man, you just no. went from a church to. Oh, man. We got all over. You know how the show is. No, no, no. Because he, uh, Billy Graham and stuff, and him mm. worked together a lot. Because I, I worked with him, and then I met Billy Graham and all that kind of Really? So, yeah, yeah. So I, I love him a lot and stuff. Yeah, he, and, he is yeah. absolutely. You know, it's, of course, he was based here in Minneapolis for many years. Yeah. And um, what an icon. It, oh. it's, it's so funny. I don't even, I mean, you, you know you're a good communicator and preacher when I don't even believe in what he is saying, but I'm still moved and know yeah. whatever he's talking about, he's touched and connected with that power, and yeah. uh, and he motivates me and uplifts me, and he's fantastic, man, I'm a fan. And your grandfather was a huge part, wasn't he? My yeah, Fancy way. That was, yeah. that, that as a kid, Fancy way. that's where I got my name from. Uh-huh. You know, I, I tell many different stories. But uh, Wade was uh, William Madison Lavoid Wade, and that was my grandfather. And he actually would give me my ventriloquist out. So I had little cheap ones, but he'd give me professional ones. And uh, just a sharp dresser. He was a ladies' man. He was a pro athlete back in the 30s and 40s. And uh, just an incredible influence on me and uh, – there's you know fancy Wade, fancy Wade, fancy Wade. I like to say that name, and if you don't know, go look at my thing, go find him. He was just a great guy, yeah. and uh, absolutely uh, the foundation of what I have become. Now he, now his fanciness was different. Though. He was a sharp dresser, though, because I got this kind of androgynous, flamboyant, over the top. Yeah. Wade was, you know, he was like Duke Ellington. He was more, mm. you know, sharp kind of classical, cat. classic, yeah, yeah, classy, classic. I'm classy, you know. I'm. Well, how would I describe myself? You know, because I, I got some Duke Ellington in there, and I, but it's like Duke Ellington mixed with Liberace, maybe. It's kind of sort of... And a little bit of caffeine. Perfect. And a little caffeine. <laughs> and, uh, and a lot of love. And a lot of Rick James. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Like, you put Rick James and Billy Mays and in the movie Coming to America together, and you, oh, <laughs> then you pretty is. much there got Fancy Ray. There Just, you go. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was going to say, I mean, second grade, you, you kind of, that was, you were first noticed... Right, I mean, they asked you to come. Now, his first notice when I when I was, was breastfeeding with all the <laughs> nurses talking about, oh, man, I was different. Even I mean, I was. I remember my first day in school. The teacher, all the students introduced themselves, and I leaped out of my seat and I said, "I'm fancy, the prettiest thing in this class." <laughs> I love it. She did. She said, "If you want to entertain, why don't you come here in front of the room?" <laughs> Next oh, thing you know, no, I had no, a two no, drink no, minimum no. three bag of girl. <laughs> And all the hoes you can do. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Uh, we didn't call them hoes at that oh, yeah, time. Right, we called right. them Twinkies. There you go. <laughs> well, you, uh, yeah, never mind. All right. So, <laughs> so when you're driving down the street, this I, I get this image in my mind. What, what's on your radio? What are you listening to? What kind of music do you listen to? Uh, me, you, you, even to this day, I mean, number one in my book is James Brown. I'm okay. a James Brown fan, oh and I God, can't yeah. get enough of James Brown. And, and what I tend to like, because I got all the hits, and everyone's heard the hits. Yeah. I tend to like his extended jams. And, uh, see, James Brown was at funk. Plus, a lot of times, that people may or may not realize, it was like one take, and they're in the bands yeah. in the studio, and he's absolutely improv mm. They have a riff, they have a bass, but he is improv so a lot of stuff is just spontaneous, and I just, the spont- spontaneity and the the, 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 the fever and the, the, the beat and his voice, and uh, so number one's hands down James Brown, but then I love Little Richard, I love Sly and the Family Stone, yeah. and good, I mean, any yeah. funk soul, lots and lots of gospel. Um, Sam Cook Freak. If you know oh, who Don yeah. Covey is, mm-hmm. you know Don Covey. I've heard of Don Covey. Yeah, Don. Co- you if you don't know Don Covey, everyone listening, Don Covey's two claims of fame uh, was that his vocal phrasing was a huge influence of a man named Mick Jagger. Mm-hmm. If you hear Don ah. Covey, you will hear where Mick Jagger got it from. Right, right. <laughs> and his second claim to fame, he wrote the song "Chain, Chain, Chain," made famous by Aretha oh, Franklin. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. And yeah. uh, fan- I just I can't get enough of Don Covey. He hypnotizes me. Alan Toussaint. You know Alan Toussaint? I don't know Alan Toussaint. Oh, Uh-oh. man, tell me. You I got to write these names Alan down, Google Toussaint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan Toussaint was as, as, as responsible as funk as James Brown is, who recorded everybody. You Songs that he produced was uh, Lady Marmalade, the original oh, version. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But lots of funk. Paul McCartney, uh, everything from, oh, just it, from uh, just the list is too vast to name, but he's a huge, huge pioneer uh, out of New Orleans and just a master, master songwriter and producer and uh and an artist in his own right and i'm a huge fan and the prince good god prince. almighty right here in the, I, I have iPod, i got everything on there every i yeah. i have owned or owned every single prince release lots of rare stuff 
I, I, I've admired his creativity, his ingenuity, mm-hmm. his musicmanship, his uh, personality. He is uh, he he is our, our purple boy wonder right here. Do you have a relationship with Prince? Man, that's like, do I have a relationship? <laughs> <laughs> that's like, like asking me. Do you, do you have a relationship with Prince? That sounds like that sounds like real court damn, here. It sounds like no, you're on the trial. That's right? a real gay. Like, do you have a relationship <laughs> with Prince? Hey, well, that's Skinner though. Come I know. That's, it's vague. Ice mask. Hey, you hang out with dude or not? Do you do you have a relationship with Prince? Tell us about your relationship with Prince. I did not have a sexual relationship with that girl in our room, right? I am not. I'm I am not the reason why I'm, the doves cry. Okay. <laughs> but you do make them cream, right? Yeah, oh yeah, no. Yeah. And, I, and I avoid the purple rain if you know oh, what I'm talking yeah. about. Oh, yeah. Dangerous. No, her, no, no, I, no I, you know what? Prince is always kind of shy away from me, although he's friends with people in my family. Uh-huh. But uh, I've been out to Paisley Park. I've been in this company more than one time. He shies away from me. And sometimes when you, you know, it, it, you know so we, we have a distant relationship. We've said hi, and that's about sure. it. That's okay. about it. That's about it. But Because uh, I know, could have seen you guys hanging out back oh in my the day. God. You know I mean? Oh, yeah. And especially with the, with the spiritual connection. Yeah. He's, he's highly plugged in. And with my thing plugged in. So when the time comes, we will connect. And um, sometimes, you know, Little Richard once told me that Prince is sometimes scared of people whose personalities are so big. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. And so, you know, because my thing is big, but at mm-hmm. the same time, I'm down to earth. It's all over the place. But the thing is, is that we're all connected with that one power, that mm-hmm. one life, that one love. And it's between Prince and I, and it's between us. And so <laughs> when he's ready, I'm ready. And uh, I'm a huge fan. And uh, one day, I hope to call him a friend. All right. In Minneapolis, it's, it's well, Minnesota even, it, it says a lot about a person, depending on what their favorite Prince jam is. What what's the what's your go to Prince song? That's a really good question. Okay, before I answer this question, everyone knows that if you go to any, for me personally, I would say he's put out twenty plus albums. Yeah. Right. On each one of those albums, there is a song that could easily be my favorite song of all yeah. time. And then there's another two or three songs that are better than any song I ever heard, anyways. And then there's other stuff that's not as good. So I mean, every yeah. album you go back. That's like saying Michael Michael Jackson dirty, too. Um, I like I, Michael. I'm not. I'm not. I, I like. I like I'm, I'm not. Michael, Mike, I like Michael. I like yeah, Michael. And I'm I, a, love I love his stuff, and I think Michael was an absolute genius. Yeah. But uh, I don't, you know, it's like, like, like comparing it's Chuck Berry to Elvis yeah, Presley. Yeah, that's or true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Beatles to the Rolling Stones. I get it. I get it. Uh, but my favorite, I mean, I say I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fudge because okay. I would say when doves cry messes me up. But I love Kiss. Kiss is a song. Yeah. Can, I can hear endlessly, never get tired of it. And he was uh, an obscure one is Why Don't You Call Me yeah, Anymore. Yeah, I love that song. Just That just messes me up. The but. Girl 6 soundtrack. Yes, it's yeah. on that one, yeah. yeah. But it came back, that was out, came out by 81. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but a fantastic, but again, on every album, there's a song that's well, just beyond mine fantastic. Are, I love Seven, and I also like Diamonds and Pearl, because the background, the lady on there, man, she just can. Rosie Gaines, <laughs> Rosie, Rosie Gaines, Gaines. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the name I couldn't remember, yeah. Yeah, yeah she's fantastic. Wow. That was it, a great album. And I never knew what Seven was about. Uh, you know what? I think it's a spiritual thing. It is, I absolutely. Just, yeah, but but about, like, uh, I thought it was about him that he's, you know, almost a, a god to himself. Oh, I thought know? it was the seven oh, deadly sins is what it was. Yeah, that's in there in the seven, yeah, yeah, dog. There's, yeah, there's, there's a, a lot of symbols. Yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but let's get back to you because I want to know let's more Let's get back you. to my favorite subject <laughs> of all time, me. All right. I, your teenagers must have been amazing. Huh? Your teenagers must have been amazing. Oh, yeah. Were you still local years. here? In the, uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. I went to I went to West High School. I started actually. I was in the magnet program, so I started at Central. Pro- I said I skipped. <laughs> you skipped I went, ahead. Yeah, I skipped from eighth grade straight to tenth grade. Yeah, we knew that was coming. Uh, and uh, <laughs> that's true. It's absolutely true. I believe it. And yeah, so I went right. to Central, and then I went to West, and then I went to Marshall U, and then I went back to West to graduate. And so, and then when I graduated, they closed all the schools down because nobody better. They said they Who can follow? Exactly, that? exactly, exactly. <laughs> Once you had the best, there's nothing. Uh-huh, else. Uh-huh. See, now we're talking the fancy relay. Now we're talking, and, and and it was great. And as soon as I graduated high school, I actually got out of here. No more winners for me. And I went down to Beaumont, Texas, and I went to Lamar uh, University. Shut up. Yeah, really? yeah. What'd you study down? Philosophy. Did you? I yeah. love philosophy. That's yeah. one of my huge, huge, huge. I, I hate to ask this, but Fancy Ray, can I have the cream, please? Uh, hi. <laughs> wow. It's so early in the show. I didn't think that was going to happen it's, yet. But. It's afternoon, right? <laughs> You've been waiting all night to say that. Oh, I, I dreamt about that one. <laughs> one of my best impersonations I saw you did one time was Mick Jagger. I thought that oh, was the funniest yeah. thing you did, you know? Yeah. I'm a sugar now. Skinner. I, I, I'm, oh. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge... 
I'm a Rolling Stones oh. fan. Are you gonna go? Did you get tickets for that? No, no, I've seen them before. I, 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 yeah. I don't think I'd pay to see them, but I love them. I, if I got a free ticket, I go. I've seen them before. You know, what I would love to do. I would love to see the Stones in like a small venue. I, yeah, I, I would love to see them at, cool. the, at like oh, at First man. Avenue. Show up at what, First Avenue. That yeah. would just knock my <laughs> socks I'll off. I'll tell you what, that place is is amazing, and I know you've been through there, and you've probably been through the back rooms, the green room, and everything there. At First Avenue? Yeah, that's where my career started. Was yeah. at First Avenue. Was it really? Absolutely. Stand up? Stand up no, 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 no. I mean, when I first stepped on stage and decided to go into this thing called show business, was yeah. at First Avenue as an adult. What, what, what the, did you do there? What were you performing? The, the Great Pretenders. It was a lip sync contest. Yeah, okay. And I was absolutely, I was the king putting of the, the hits. Putting, putting on, on the, the hits, hits came later, yeah. which led to a lot of other stuff. But I was king of the uh, lip sync. Oh, man. And uh, down there, and then many, many, I would win contests all over. And down there, yeah, 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 that's, that's what started. That was crazy. Well, I was, I, the only reason I brought up, we, we did a, uh, we got to do a little thing with Dave Chappelle when he was in town last mm. year. And we got to film, yeah, film his, his set. Him. And he was there for 11 days. Right. Or 11 shows. It, yep. was, it was over six days. And to watch him from day from the first night to the last night, like hone that set. He did the same jokes, but he put them in different order, and he placed them all over the place, and he tried different things, and he did stuff with the crowd. It was crazy. He's another genius. Just watching him stand up there yeah. and, and go from A to B over five days, mm. but being there, I, I, Dave Chappelle, that was cool. I was I was right. I was excited about that. But being there in the green room at First Avenue. Knowing the names that have come through, sure, that absolutely, and the history that yep. walked those hallways. Yep. I mean, that was where you started. I mean, no, it, people it, aspire to get there last, right? But you started there. And in, in fact, something that I will say is that uh, they just had Steve McCullum. I don't know. Oh hell no! I'm sorry. You guys are joking with me. He was the manager at First Avenue for probably 20 doggone years when Purple Rain um, was made and uh, Who's the oh, and the replacement. So he was the big guy then. Suburb. He was the man. Steve yeah. McCullum was the man. We need to get him on the show. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I would highly recommend that. Okay, McCullum, so yeah. and he's still there. He's still no, 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 no. They no, got no, 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 no. They got new. They got a young new staff down there. Yeah. They get hot new talent. And 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 Steve was a person who was about the music. Sometimes Steve would bring people in and they'd lose money. Mm-hmm. And he said, I don't care. I'm going to make it up here later. It's about Minneapolis. Had to oh be exposed to this See, African need that again. music and Caribbean music. He had a passion for the music. And uh, there's no one like him. Uh, but they, they did a big party here. He had a 60th birthday. And the mayor of Minneapolis and the governor, they said it was Steve McCullum Day. And they said he was part of the replacements, getting replacements in Prince and this and that. And the thing. The I driving went, force. The driving force behind all that. And I said, you, you forgot one, Steve, because Fancy Ray yeah, right. <laughs> started on your doggone That's stage. That's right. You got that right. Not only did I start on the stage, but he hired me over the years. I did countless, like, New Year's Eves down there. I did Halloweens down there. And when First Avenue had their 20th anniversary, he hired me to host and MC the event. So I take a great homage to First Avenue and Steve McCullum. And all the great people who go down there, because it is, it is a fantastic venue, and there is a lot of history down there. And of that, I'm part of that, and I'm very, very proud of that, man. What? Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, what is your biggest? Oh, not really compliment, but when you know you entertain so many people, but has there any been anybody that ever said? I mean, what's one thing somebody's ever said that really just touched you? Someone goes, my, 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 my. <laughs> <laughs> they say flattery is a highest form of uh, flattery is a imitation the highest form of flattery, yeah. and I always say no. Actually, getting a blowjob is. So. <laughs> <laughs> we we actually we imitated you to you at Cedar Fest, and no, we did not follow it up with a blowjob. No. But, How could you? So here, here's a group What's of a fancy six, white guys, like? I mean, six we, white guys pulling a cooler at Cedar Fest. This is like 15 years ago. Wow. And we walk up, and there you are. We're like, my, my, my. And we're like, can we offer you a drink? And you open it up. You open up our cooler. And you're like, yeah, absolutely. You open up the cooler, and it was <laughs> it was Phil and Miller High Life. And I swear to I shit you not, he looks at us, and he goes, what kind of low-life motherfuckers <laughs> offer a brother a high life? <laughs> Shook our hands, and you were on your way. <laughs> on my way. With the no thanks for thanks. <laughs> no thanks for thanks. But, you know, I, I want to talk about also going in, in the philosophy thing, because, in fact, I want to oh, touch well, on this. That oh. This weekend, I'm, I'm doing the um, uh, the art of world, and uh, we are given a spiritual lesson which says life is for me. And it's a powerful lesson, and it's something that I've been studying. I know we're going to get to this, mm-hmm. but I want to talk about philosophy because we just touched on it. Yeah, I love and, I, and I love philosophy. Mm-hmm. And it was one I'm going to give to you that Sartre mm-hmm. said, the philosopher Sartre said that man is the only being known to man 
that is aware of the nothingness of his being. Mm. Plato like said, that. man, know thyself. And I came up with the most powerful saying of all. Mm. Well, I didn't come up with it. Confucius wrote it. <laughs> but I made it Redefined better. Redefined it. <laughs> you made it better. The journey of a thousand. Hold on. If you guys know, right. you can help say, he can say it with me. The journey of a thousand miles begins with? One step. I say it begins with you picking out your shoes. <laughs> oh, see? If we can said it, he better. didn't have shoes. Even before you <laughs> take that first step, you gotta look make right. sure you have the right footwear on for the journey. That means get your mind so prepared for what you want to accomplish. If you see it, you can believe it. You can't achieve it. There's power in your thoughts. It's a cause and effect universe. You are powerful beyond belief. And that's the, what I inspire to plant the seed in everyone that you can accomplish anything that you want to accomplish if you believe in yourself. I mean, who would believe that an African androgynous male in Minneapolis could become the world's greatest pitchman with ads running here in Minneapolis, St. Louis, San Jose, California, Memphis, Tennessee, Jacksonville, Florida, Rockville, Illinois, right out of here, out of Minneapolis. I'm talking no agent, no manager, just me running my mouth. Good looks, hard work, and determination. And that's the kind of thing that I want to plant the seeds on, on people. So this weekend, it's at Art of World, yeah. and I want to invite everyone, before we keep going, yeah, we yeah, it's going to be at 2433 Northeast Grand Street okay. in Minneapolis, Sunday at 12 noon, and... Uh, uh, rain or shine? Rain. Is, that a, is that a building or is it's that a an outdoor definitely, location? Definitely, definitely a building. Because okay. if it's rain, I can't get yeah. my hair wet. You know. <laughs> the uh, and it, and I don't have the date here in front of me. Sunday though, twenty third. Twenty third. There you go. Yeah. And so please come on out. And if you heard the broadcast, this podcast, come up and say hi and tell you heard me on the podcast. Yeah, because definitely. These guys are very fantastic, and they've been trying to get me for a while. And we've been, hey, we're gonna try to get you, but but come out because I got a positive. Saturday the twenty third. No, Sunday, Sunday. Okay, the twenty fourth so then. Uh, 24th then? Yeah, 24th, For Sunday the 24th, 12 noon. This tw weekend would be the 17th. Yeah, so 17th. Yeah. 17th. <laughs> oh, man. Should we start? Let's start that over. Uh, all right. But this, this 17th. This, and I should know that, actually. This, this, this Sunday. Sunday on the 17th, 12 noon, okay. I'm delivering a lesson. It's a spiritual lesson. It's called Positive Spirituality. And uh, it's a cause and effect universe, and we're going to be planting seeds that's going to transform lives and also make you feel good, make you laugh, and lift your vibration up. Remember, if you see it and believe it, you can achieve it. So come see it this weekend with Fancy Ray Art of World, 17th at 12 noon at 2433. Grant Street Northeast. Grand Street North. Yes. Thank you. You Come say on. you say positive spirituality. Mm -hmm. Is it is it necessarily religious no. or is it more just about Absolutely. That's a really good question because of the fact that we are we 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 we, we don't do the religious thing. Religion is about dogma and doctrine. We don't tell you how to get there. What I teach is there's many paths to God, and however you get there, connect with that power is fantastic. I have spiritual truths, universal truths that run through all the major religions and philosophies. And it says simply, as a man believeth in his heart, so is he. And be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You are who you think you are. And if you don't like who you are in life, you can change your thinking and change your life. You are powerful Ooh. is what I'm talking about. Man, we could conquer the world after we're, today. We're, we're, do you have a brick and mortar? Man, you need to, we, I need to buy a building and you need to do you know, this every day. Absolutely. Week. You know, in fact, this is something I've been studying this now for a number of years. And I started mm -hmm. in college mm -hmm. and it's been going on. Here I go now. It's at the Mind and Body Spiritual Center. Oh, yeah. which is uh, located at the Banks Building. And I started off, I've been speaking wow. there for about five years as an assistant. And then I've progressed and progressed in my speaking ability and also my study that many times I've been having the honor of doing the lead on the service. And um, uh, someone at Art of World saw and heard about it and saw me do my comedy. Because even when I do my stand-up comedy, I sprinkle this uh, spirituality. I love it. There's this wisdom in there. And... Uh, and then someone found me, and we're going to do this. But, yeah, I, I, you know, man, the church may be something. You know, one day, in fact, the, the church wanted me to be more involved in the, it's not, we call it a church, but the spiritual yeah. center. Sure. Want to be more involved. But I'm an entertainer, and so I declined at this time. But I'm, I'm, that may be something that's going to maybe come more and more up. Because, I mean, my, my idols, you know, I'm a Muhammad Ali freak. Oh. And Liberace and Gorgeous George and on mm -hmm. and on. But one of my great idols is uh, Reverend Ike. Really? Reverend Ike, yeah. the prosperity preacher, yeah. uh, who taught this wonderful philosophy of self-love and 
and magnetizing yourself to attract the things in your life which you want to draw to yourself. So we, uh, so a brick and mortar building maybe something that will come. But I tell you what, come this weekend and watch yeah. me do my thing. I believe Sunday, Sunday. late in the morning. Or what? Yeah, twelve noon. Twelve noon. Twelve noon. Oh, the, noon. the noon. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll go to that. Art of roll. Art of roll Sunday, uh, the seventeenth. We're all over the place. At 12, but the, the, the mind and body spiritual center, which you can look up online, yeah. is uh, 11 a.m. every Sunday, and it's at the Banks Building in Northeast Minneapolis. And come on, check that out, because that's fantastic. And, and again, it's positive spirituality, mm-hmm. positive spirituality, change your thinking, change your life. Being the galaxy's greatest pitchman. Uh-huh, thank you. Come uh, on now. Now we're growing. I like Has this. there ever you been a product well. or, a, or, a, or a business that you've had to turn down just because they were just too over the top? No, nothing's over the top, but it's got to be someone I believe in. And sure. I got, because something, what, what, what happens is, is because if I put my face on it and it doesn't, people have a negative experience, they come back and I hear about it. I absolutely hear about yeah, it. Yeah, they're coming right at you because yeah, you're the mouthpiece. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And, and oftentimes, I'd say nine times out of ten, if they're putting me on the commercial, nine times out of ten, people end up thinking I own it in the place anyway. Right, right. So, right, yeah. so uh, you know, there, there have been some businesses. I guess there was a business, I t- there, was, there was a car lot that I took a pause on because, you know, the, several times they had, in fact, the, the guys were just kind of shady. Yeah. yeah. And I had I mean, said to them, how, how can I send my African-American brothers here mm-hmm. to do business with you when you guys are trying to rip me off? <laughs> That's all you need to know, you know right there, right? So, I, like, oh, I'm man. feeling funny, but at the same time, it's a business. So, yeah. you know, you sometimes you got to go swim with the sharks in order yeah, to get okay. a fish. So, um. So, so yes or no, yes or no. If it's somebody, because I want you to know. So if I if, if I'm doing a thing for you, Carla, you go out there. Here's what they do. Now this ain't it ain't for everybody, but if you go there, you're gonna get treated fairly, and you're gonna get. Right. A, yeah. I can't guarantee every car lot, but you're gonna get treated. You know, if you need a vibrator, I'm telling you where to go, man. <laughs> you know, what, yeah. What are the perks of, of pitching yeah, for, right. for Lickety Split? <laughs> you know, that was many years ago. Well, you said Lickety Split. Now you just touched something on my heart there because Did you get to keep the sheep, the inflatable <laughs> sheep. <laughs> 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 that is that tells me where your head is. Yeah, okay, right? you know? I don't want to know where. It is. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. honestly, I didn't want the inflatable sheep. No, okay. <laughs> They made you use it, huh? Here, hold this. No, 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 I mean, once we were done, I was done. I didn't, you know, hey, you mind if I take this with me? I mean, it's already inflated. Right. Uh, Liggity Split was a a wonderful story insofar as, I don't know if you remember this one, my most famous ad that I did for them, which folks still talk about, was I impersonated the Crocodile Hunter. Oh, did oh it? No, God I didn't see damn, that I one. I no, I didn't see that one. Oh, yeah. it was like, you don't yeah, remember that? I was like, so. I it was think... like, good day, mate. Today, yeah. we are going <laughs> on the ultimate adult adventure at Lickety Split Adult Bookstore. Oh, my God. Now, a lot of folks I don't like know yeah. the Discovery Channel, which oh. owns the animal plant, threatened to sue me over that commercial. No, yeah, it's really, a parody. No, no. Right? So you got to cease and desist? No, yeah, exactly. What? Yeah, yeah. They said they were afraid. They were afraid folks might conf. They said the lawyer said this. He said they're afraid oh. folks might confuse me with the actual crocodile hunter. <laughs> you know, it was that. Wait, wait, it was that good of an impression. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a compliment from the yeah, attorney. Yeah. yeah. So oh, we, we we took it off the air for a while, oh, but the man. owner eventually put it back on. And said, you know, forget them. We're gonna go for it. So and we did. And and Lickety Split's fantastic. Um, what I'm really really excited about is the, the, the you know I've been doing the, the ads that I did for the San Jose earthquakes the, the soccer team out in San Jose mm-hmm. California was a fantastic ad, and then also Harold Pinner's uh, wonderful uh, clothing store and and so that's based they had one based here in Minnesota but I did ads that aired in Memphis and St Louis, uh, Baton Rouge Louisiana and uh, Kansas City and that was fantastic and then we got Pond Daddy and Phoenix and Rockville mm-hmm. Illinois and there's more stuff coming and here locally my most fantastic ad ever is Solo Grocery Store which is is all over the place that's playing here in Minneapolis on channel 23 and also on uh, the, the the cable uh, channels and um, there's so many much more coming and it's very very exciting and and for me it's just a great joy people uh, something i want to say people that you're the guy on the commercials no you got to understand <laughs> i write the commercials i direct them i produce them get out. and my company puts them on the air so there it is I, I, okay and then plus yeah. i go get the client so i right. go find the client and put them on so it's a one stop shop and it's a fantastic joy and so what my thing is i'm watching and helping businesses grow and expand and the place we're in right now, this is someone I want one day yeah. to be on the air with me, man. That's it could be happening soon. The, oh God, where we Maybe we should talk about where we are right now. We haven't we haven't mentioned where yeah, we're. Yeah, we got to throw a quick plug in because this place is really good. I, have you eaten here before? Yes. Oh, okay. 
Food Food's just, fantastic. Nicola yeah, Diner, up, 15th and Nicola, largest diner in Minneapolis. Real food. 24 hours a day. 24, 24 hours. The only yep. one that's open 24 hours yep. a day. They're talking about putting a, like a rooftop patio in. They're talking about all these things, but they've got breakfast all day long. Yep. It's amazing food. I yeah, mean, you really want is. that diner feel, right? Long countertop, vinyl seats. I feel it. Yeah, you really know, good it. cup of coffee. Well, I don't. You guys yeah. had the coffee. How's the coffee? I like it. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Real quick, so how come you don't have an agent? Or do you just want to do you do not yourself? need one? A uh, bit of both. Bit of both. I mean, if the right, you know, I've had people come up and it was never the right situation. I, I, you know, because an agent is someone that can open up some more doors, yeah, yeah. some more. But you know what? The right situation has like to come William along. Like William Morris or somebody. Woo! Yeah, no, can you there. believe that? I know. What? But so I'm just doing a self hustle right now. Yeah. And when the right situation that's right comes along, I will be more than open to having someone. I want. You know what? I, I and I had this dream for a long time, but you probably already did it. Is a is like a documentary about your life and you. Yeah, well, you know, we, we that that would be fantastic. Uh, I know it's not that, over yet, but I mean, you know what I mean. It's yeah, just, in you fact, got so I, many I mean, stories. So many stories. I mean, some of them can be seen. CJ interviewed me, and it's on okay. the, it's online right now. It's called Fancy Race Twentieth Anniversary. It's on YouTube. Fancy Race Twentieth Anniversary, and we talk about the whole childhood a little bit. The, the Genesis, run, everything. The run for governor. Yeah, the right. the TV stuff. Yeah. Uh, the spirituality. Spiritual. And the most important thing that I can do is just to let you know that you are uh, birth of love. You come from love. Forgive yourself. Forgive any hurts that have happened to you. Go into a place that's nothing but positive. You have nothing but potential in front of you. You're sitting on a world of potential right now. You are powerful. Heal it to me. Oh, you get me. Hold on. <laughs> he, I, I want, how much time we, I said I was going to do a half Whatever hour we, wants, we, we, we way over you. half hour we're now. taking whatever you'll give us <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you uh, the, 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 here's one I want to share with everyone that's listening here what's the name of the podcast? Stude Media Media. So it's, yes, it's like all media in a big pot, pot of, of stew. Woo, come on, put fancy red in your stew and then put my lumps on your gravy. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. If you got the biscuits, I've got the pie. If you got the time, I won't lie. If you got Skinner, I know he's a winner. The Iceman's in the house and he's shaking like a mouse. If you got the table, I've got the chair. Give me a hug. I want to be your daddy bear. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that was just yeah, off the top just, of my head. I'll, I'll restart, <laughs> yeah, you know. Here's a poem I want to send out to everybody <laughs> that says, uh, life is so easy for me. It says, life is so easy for me. I do what I want. When I'm finished, I'm through. I whistle while I work. Ooh, as I do what I do, life is a breeze. Life is fun. Life is so easy when you're connected with the one. It's not too serious. It's not too sad. There's a smile on my face. Because today is the best day I ever, 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 ever had. I'm no Pollyanna, no Pistol Pete. See, life is life. And for me, it's so sweet. I'm not blown by the winds of the Windy City or trying to take a bite out of the Big Apple. Life is love. And this love will never leave me crying at the chapel. It ain't by the time I get to Phoenix or some heart song by Tony Bennett. Today, today, today is the day which the Lord hath made, and I'm going to be glad and rejoice in it. Life is so easy for me. Like a Shakespearean actor stepping on a stage or a librarian with a book who's turning another page or a UFC fighter stepping into a cage. Life is a waterfall. It's a water sprout. Every morning the sun rises, and every night the moon comes out. Like the waves on the ocean, huh? and the leaves on a tree. Life is so easy, and I just love being me. <laughs> Oh, oh I see why you are who oh you are. God. Good God Almighty. Can you feel the power? Wait, Come wait, see me the 17th. I want to be fancy right Oh, Lord have mercy. We're going to do a live you know show one of these days. We're gonna... that's, that's absolutely, you know, that's, you know what, you said something that's true. There's only two types of people in the world. There's Fancy Ray and those who wish they were Fancy Ray. <laughs> exactly, man. Thanks, Skinner. Yeah, set that up. Right. Oh, man, you can change the world, and you are. I, I know there's only a few people out there who remember this, but tell me about putting on the hits, that whole situation, <laughs> and how that opened doors for you, because I what? know that National Broadcast Company, you yeah. know what I mean? Well, you know, everything is connected, and putting on the hits. So I started doing the lip syncing here at First Avenue, and then it was demolished. I mean, I just won every contest. 
But I started off impersonating Little Richard in the lip sync, but then I discovered Screaming Jay Hawkins had a song, I Put a Spell on You. <laughs> that oh, was man. Which was the most incredible, which to the, is it, you know, st- and Screaming yeah. Jay Hawkins is, is, a, is a pioneer of shock rock. Right. Your yeah. Marilyn Mansons oh, yeah. and Alice Coopers and Ozzy Osbournes all come from that lineage, which the great Screaming Jay Hawkins started. And his song, I Put a Spell on You, has been covered by everyone yeah. Yeah. from. Uh, uh, Nina Simone has done a version. Creedence Clearwater Revival. Animals have done a version. Everyone's covered a song. But the original version that he did is uh, Macrobee, and it's scary, and it's dangerous, and it makes white people nervous. And <laughs> The point and on that, the point where you look at your hands, and it's just a whole transformation. You go crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, you've seen it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's on YouTube, too. I yeah, put yeah. fancy on you. And then so that was fantastic. That was, uh, so, but. I watched it live, by the way. I, I'm, I'm. I'm old young enough to remember i watched that oh, performance you. live on nbc wow. when you when you were yeah. doing it and it stood out to me and i flipped when i found out it was you yeah because at the oh, time yeah. i was a kid i didn't know who fancy Ray was, was that a bald cap or were you shaved shave 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 oh absolutely absolutely uh-huh i i, I look good shaved oh, yeah. oh man oh, 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 <clears throat> can of worms there but th- that was it see and that's how all of it connected actually because yeah. I was on the uh, putting on hits, and when I came back to Minnesota, I, that's when I, I kind of did the lip sync thing. So that's what kind of started me on the comedy road, and uh, I appeared on local cable access to ah. talk about my experience on putting on the hits. Was that was that MTN or was that yeah Warner Jackson show? He he passed away, but Warner Jackson had a show that all the comics used to watch. And so he asked me to be on his show, and I did a show, and something happened. Not just comedians saw the show. I noticed as I went out in the community, people were saying, hey, I saw you on TV. Hey, you're that guy. Hey. And I said, uh-oh, there's something to this cable right, access. Right? This is a, wow, there's something something to this. So I started to, um, if I had a show, you know what I would do? If I had a show, ooh, if I we and can make it all. You happen. should have a show. Yeah, we know some know. people at Cable Access in Brooklyn Park. Exactly, and yeah. so I started thinking, I thinking, and I kept talking about it for a while, and then eventually, one day, I started on the road. But it started so putting on hits led to me being on Cable Access, which led me to going, "Wow, folks are watching this. Right? If I could do, I could do this better. What oh, this guy's oh, doing, yeah. I could not Hell better. Yeah. But I, I would, I knew so many people, I would bring in all these, and so I had a vision of what I want to do, and so I had my TV show on from '89 to '99. And we covered a lot. Ten, yeah, ten, ten, ten years. Ten years. Ten wow. years. Ten years of, of great excitement and fun. And uh, just like you guys, we interviewed everybody One here One of the greatest locally. things was when you taught Fred Willard how to dance. Yeah. That was so cool. <laughs> I love Fred Willard. Fred Willard was fantastic. That was early in the, in the show, and that put us on Comedy Central. Oh. And uh, Fred was fantastic. I mean, there's so many people who we had on locally that were fantastic. See, Mama D was mm. someone oh, else. Fan. Uh, we had, uh, I mean, everybody mm. was on locally, from Clyde Bellacourt to the black civil rights leaders to the guys that are burning records to everyone. And then we started getting the national celebrities. And the first one was the Reverend Al Green was on my TV wow. show. And then all of a sudden that created so much buzz that uh. I started getting national celebrities. And I had something different than, than other folks could do. That, that was my kind of claim to fame was how does this guy – on local cable access, get all these national celebrities to appear on this program. Right. And we had, you know, Whoopi Goldberg and Tiny Tim and Donnie Osmond and Ron Jeremy and Gloria Steinem and Julie. I mean, all on across and the on. board. And, and, and it, kind of, it was kind of a funny thing that in my mind, my competition at that time was Arsenio Hall and The Tonight Show. So I'm producing oh, the show, right. as crazy as this may sound, I'm producing the show that, uh, that, that's, that's trying to challenge those guys there. And so. And, and so we, uh, we we did a fantastic show, and it was on for a fantastic. And that, that opened up. I met so many friends, made so many contacts, appeared on a lot of national TV, got a lot of national recognition, and it opened up a lot, a lot of things. And so what's funny, what, see, in fact, this is someone is talking about. When people talk, talk about seeing me do stand-up comedy, they're going, we're going to go see the wild guy, Fancy Ray. Yeah. But even when I was doing the TV show, I was covering serious issues. Yeah. And the part that got me famous was, with so much press coverage was, he was just, well, I'm the best looking man in comedy, doing all that, but I could sit down and actually do an interview. Right. Mm-hmm. And that got me a lot of attention. Versatile. Exactly. That, and, and folks would open up to me in a special kind of funny and warm way. Mm-hmm. So it made for real intimate and real TV, despite of all the outrageousness and loudness that took place. And uh, so that was fantastic. So the TV show was the basis. And then 1998, 
uh, there was a need for someone to be a voice for the voiceless, and I ran for governor. And I took a stand for poor people in the country, in the state, and uh, was a voice for the voices. And I had a cousin that was going crazy because Jesse Ventura was in the race. Oh, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. And I'm telling him, he's a black, my cousin, he's black. He might not believe that, but he's a black fella. Uh, And I'm like, Jesse's not representing you, but Jesse, you're not on Jesse's agenda. I mean, you may like Jesse the personality, and I love, personally, I love Jesse, but Jesse ain't speaking for you. And I said- Jesse's speaking for Jesse. Jesse's speaking for Jesse, and and, uh, and I don't know who else he's speaking for, but he's, I like him personally. you know, he had a couple ideas that I, I, I kind of see it now as I get a little bit older. No, no I mean, I'm not, I'm not yeah, you, no. yeah, I mean, no one's all bad. I mean, no. I, I think even George Walker Bush had a couple ideas I think is okay, but I don't want to see his ass in office, though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone, but, but so that started. And when I ran for governor, that was really a game changer because all of a sudden I'm articulating the views of poor people, mm-hmm. and then someone sees me and says, hey, this guy can pitch. Are you going to do it again? Yeah. No, no, that's not the point. But I'm saying yeah. the connection that yeah. the, the run for governor led to the TV pitchman. Oh, I see. I right, see what right. You're okay. Yeah, that led to the TV pitchman that this guy can talk mm-hmm. and articulate and get a response. And that led mm-hmm. to the, you know, and then and then and, and then now we kept rolling and rolling and rolling. Always doing stand up comedy. If you haven't seen me do stand up comedy, come see me live and always just bringing out the best. And no matter what, where, or how you see me, I'm a thing that's, uh, I change the, 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 the atmosphere and braise the vibration of wherever I am. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you get a chance, even listen, if you listen to this broadcast, if you're right now, go ahead and touch yourself and see how good you feel. <laughs> I'm touching myself, man. I'm kidding the whole time. <laughs> do, do you, you touch yourself later, okay? <laughs> not here. I can't stop, man. Not here, bro. not here, not We're here. We're for it, God's it, you have one child or how many children? One child. One, one child. Uh, Trayvon just turned 20 years old. Oh, oh. God bless him. What, yeah. Is he doing this? No, oh. no, no. He, you know, he, you know, everyone has their calling. Yep. And it's kind of funny because I lived out in California for five yeah. years. And it's so funny how we are different here than L.A. Mm. It, it, one of the big differences is like, like, hey, like when he was, say, 12 years old. Uh, he'd be out in California with me, like in Minnesota. Hey, I got a twelve-year-old son. Does he play any sports? Is he good in school? Right, right, right. <laughs> in L.A., first question: Is he a comedian? <laughs> you doing any acting? <laughs> yeah. Is he a comic? No. Did you ever a... meet Bo Caprol? Yeah, of course. Yeah, he's a great. We had him on the show, and he's an awesome guy. And uh, Bo produced uh, uh, Access America, which would put Fred Weller on my TV program. Oh, that how it okay? Because yeah. I know he knows Fred and stuff. Small world, we're all connected yeah. and stuff. He's a good friend of ours. So really, yeah, yeah. 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 We, we had him on the show and stuff. Another and one I, of our former guests, who's a who's a big listener to the show, uh, Julius Collins, big fan of yours. Yeah, oh, huge fan. Of Lead yours. singer of Greasy Meal. Julius Collins, Greasy Meal. Collins. I'm a huge fan of his. Isn't he man. amazing? He's huge. He's, 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 a, he's a big, <laughs> big, he's dude. A big he, dude. He is uh, talented. Is not even the word. Oh, he's just yeah. And in fact, Greasy Meal had a scene here on oh, Sunday nights at the every Caboose. Sunday at the Caboose. It was fantastic. Oh, and he hired me more than once. And he started one time that he hired me to come out as Fancy Claws. <laughs> oh, no. Absolutely. <laughs> that sounds dangerous all over, man. <laughs> at the caboose? At the caboose. And I co-led oh, I and I that. did stuff and play. And then later, I used that same Fancy Claws character in the commercial for present moment, Herbs and Books. Yeah. Oh, no. So I have utmost respect for him as a singer and as a person. I know he's a father, too, and he's a just yeah, a good, good guy. I mean, yeah. here in Minneapolis, as I guess, but we're so many good, wonderful, talented people. Mm-hmm. And you guys, too, I can just see that you, you're bringing the thing and making it real. And uh, and so it's, it's it's a great thing to touch. You know, you said, you know, I remember uh, doing my TV show, and someone I was excited to have on my show was John Breen. Oh, really? Oh yeah. my lord! The music critic from the Star Tribune. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I've that been guy's seen everybody. Everybody and done everything, and he yeah. was my hero. And then you know, and it's even funny, like when when Al Green was someone that you know that you kind of shell shock and ah. Uh, but the one that stands out, like Bootsy Collins, to me was like, oh. uh, and actually, not only was he on my show, but he and I hit it off that he invited me to come hang out with him. So we're running around in his limousine together, and we buddied up. And uh, uh, there's so many. Where did people. you tape that episode? Were you? Were Bootsy, you? He was. He was in town with. Uh, so that was, was here. In the oh yeah, all my stuff I did was here. Uh, oh yeah, Delight. He was with Delight. Yeah. Traveling Delight, and uh, he was uh, the bass player on that one, and. Uh, Malia Franklin, who was the queen of funk, introduced that's me to him. That's the early early nineties there. Early nineties, yeah. George Clinton, and we we hit it off and just yeah yeah. But so they, they hit it off and uh, hey, I can't talk like Booth. Hey, come on! <laughs> and, then, and so after the show, 
Not, I mean, that we actually went and hung out. I mean, yeah. it wasn't just like, hey, do the interview. We, we became buddies. And, That's cool. And, and it was, it was, and I'm in the limousine with Bootsy Collins. And, I mean, and you got no yeah. phone to take a selfie with because it didn't exist back then. No, hell no. Hell no. But <laughs> the, 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 it was, you know, and there's so many great people that you meet and that you touch. And the thing that happens is that we all find that we're all the same mm-hmm. underneath. And so, you know, one of the greatest ones, oh, my God, the person who influenced me more than probably anybody, uh, Little Richard, was performing at Grand Casino in Hinkley, Minnesota. And I had to go to the event. As soon as I get there, at the end of a show, I stand right in front of Little Richard. <laughs> and I start impersonating him. Oh, no. Absolutely. And he's saying, it's time to go. I got to go. Woo. So I move in front. Of, I'm impersonating him. He looks at me on from the stage, and he says, "You come up here. Come up no, here. Come up here." Up, yeah. No kidding. I'm walking on stage, yeah. and I'm gonna meet the architect, my hero, the man that invented rock and roll. And I get on stage, yeah. and Little Richard starts smiling at me. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. And the song "Tutti Fruity" starts going through my brain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you guys don't know. Tutti, you oh, don't yeah, know. Oh, yeah. you don't, so you guys think like "Tutti Fruity" or "Rudy"? "Tutti Fruity" or "Rudy"? Right? Yeah, yeah. The original lyrics were. Tutti Fruity, good booty. Tutti Fruity, good booty. And that's what's going through your head. If it don't fit, don't force it. You can grease it, make it easy. A wop, babaloo, bop, a lot, bam, boom. Oh, no. And then, again, and, and you, when you, this is incredible. If you watch, if you've seen Fancy Me, you can see the Little Richard influence. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And uh, he and I buddied up and became friends and uh, have you know? And I work with him and open up for him one time. And mm-hmm. and uh, when I would go out to LA, we'd hang out together and go do stuff together. And you just find that people are people. Mm-hmm. Treat people the way you want to be treated. And if you represent love and uh, people can see your genuineness, everything's going to be good. It, 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 I, I guess I'm, I'm getting back to the, to the to the talk here mm-hmm. again this week in the 17th at Art of World. But if you want to come and feel something special mm-hmm. and see something special, come and watch me present this wonderful message of love and joy. And uh, you are who you think you are. Change your thinking and change your life. You are the face of Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Is, Betsy Hodges like should give you a call here. She should. They actually they, had Fancy they, Gray Day. In fact, you know what? They yeah, did call me. They did call me, but I didn't get, we haven't connected. They, they, I got to call them back. I'm you do? My, yeah, they called okay. me about doing something, so we'll see. Should, I feel man. like social media right now was made for you. You know, and you know that, what I mean? Like all the live streaming and the apps and the Twitter and everything. I mean, Fancy Ray should be everywhere. I know, and I haven't, I haven't effectively done that. How much time are we at right now? Where are we at right now for time? Want, hey, tell me, tell me, it is we're 20 past what you said you were going to do. 1257. Okay, 1257. 1257. All right. Make sure you get to eat. So make sure you get to eat. All right. All right. All right. All right. We can finish up. We're good. All right. Let me just say this before I go. Please, please, please come and check out my thing. There's Fancy Ray on you can find my fancyray.com. Come see me do stand up comedy. Of course, this weekend we're going to do a wonderful, wonderful service. And I uh, hope that you can make it there. It's the 17th, Art of World, 2433 Grant Street. And uh, it's just going to be wonderful. Uh, really, really, really wonderful. I thank you two for having me the privilege of being on uh, mm-hmm. Stewed Media. Yep, like media. stewed tomatoes, but stewed media. Stewed media. It's all yep. a big stew. It's a big stew. You take the rocket in the pocket and you put it in the socket. Take some gumbo and the shrimp and do not skimp. Take the lobster and the chicken and put some fries. Give you some fancy ray. My, 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 my. Stewed media. Shut up. <laughs> Woo! Lord have mercy. This is a presentation of the Stude Media Network. So beefy.